welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Got a project to plug? Want to advertise on the podcast? Hit me up. We'll make it happen. If you like sponsoring, let's make that happen, too. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, follow us on Twitter, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's a boot time Canada gets to showcase their talent. The Queens of the North have arrived for the grand premiere of Canada's Drag Race. If you think this show will be ruthless, think again. Joining me to break down everything episode one is Poutine's best friend, Amber Gesa. How are Hi, you? Hi, how are you? Good. I, lo- I love food puns, and I'm glad I just got to make a Canadian joke because Amber Gesa. Perfect. I love me some poutine. Oh, sorry. Can we curse on this program? Oh, absolutely. I I, I I should probably put an explicit um, tag on it. A little spoiler, Oops. a little... Uh... But yeah, so how are you? What, what, how, how's quarantine? Oh my god. So I haven't done any drag until like a month ago. Mm-hmm. I was like stuck in my bed. I didn't get out of my bed. All I did was eat and smoke. And <laughs> um, and then I uh, I moved... I left the city because I lived in uh, Westchester mm-hmm. and I went up to um, the Catskills and I camped out for about a month and uh, with a house and running water and electric, all that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I, um, I did some drag there. I did some digital drag. I don't like the digital shows. I don't like the live shows. It's just not like how I perform. Yeah. I like to interact with the crowd and, you know, make jokes and tell a story. So on live, you just can't really do that. Yeah. So I've recorded a couple things. I have, um, I've recorded a, um, a cooking video. Uh, Exciting. Pride cake. Uh, that went over really well. They played it at Westchester Pride, Yonkers Pride, and it's been posted on my Instagram and soon my YouTube once it's fully like edited. Amazing. But a lot of projects in the works. Yeah, so you've been keeping busy. You had a good Trying. fourth? Trying. What'd you say? Yeah. You had a good fourth of July? Uh, Anti-Independence Day. Yes, there I did. There you go. Let's do it. Yes, I did. Yeah. I said, uh, happy 5th. We didn't celebrate anything until midnight. I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I stayed home and did nothing. Yeah, I um, for the last week, I've been living with the House of Peculiar up in New Paltz. And um, that's the family that I started drag with. And they basically instilled all the values. And the reasons why I do drag is because of the House of Peculiar. So they've been nice enough to let me stay in their home for the past week and a half. I Amazing. was supposed to leave on awesome. Sunday. And <laughs> I'm now staying till Wednesday. So work. That's amazing. Yeah. So Canada's Drag Race, it's here. It's here, girl. And we got one New York girl from there. Uh, ev- always, always. It was gonna. It was bound Levin. to happen. Always. They can't yeah. neglect New York, even on Canada's Drag Race. Girl. Nope, not at all. Not at all. But yeah, I thought it was, you know, it was like a refreshing premiere. It was real. It was really good television. Yeah, there were I'll things say. that were like jarring, and we'll definitely discuss those moments. Yeah. But overall, it was like the show can't exist without RuPaul. It's fine. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, I felt like I was watching Project Runway. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. With like all, there was four hosts, right? And only three of them walk into the workroom, and they all say something. And it's just refreshing to hear other voices, you yeah. know, like RuPaul's direct girl. He deleted his Instagram. So did Michelle. He's not coming back, girl. We need Bob the Drag Queen to uh, host RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, um, I mean, I've always said it. The next person who's getting is Alaska. Yes, Alaska, but I just want a black person. Yeah. You know what? Or give it to Bianca. Bianca's pretty great. They can be, like, guest hosts. They can be the Carson Kressley. They can be, you know, but have Bob the Drag Queen be RuPaul, and then you have people who actually do drag judge drag queens. Yeah. Well, let's dive into this premiere episode of Canada's Drag Race. Um, before we look at, at the entrance looks, let's talk about the work, work room a little bit. Um, as you can see, I have it as my background. Um, it's like Drag Race on a budget. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Drag You, like the yeah. budget value of Drag You. Yeah, I mean, like they took the elements and the color scheme and like made it. Yeah their own it was like it was like dragcon uh the did you go to dragcon <laughs> yeah, when they yeah, had yeah, yeah. Set up the workroom that's yeah, what that's like. yeah that's what it felt like and like i think they just spent all their money on the giant ass maple leaf <laughs> with all that glitter girl oh from- my god it's gorgeous it's <laughs> absolutely gorgeous but fabric planet wall <laughs> yeah um yeah, it, 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 the workroom was fine. It's going to be interesting to see them um, interact because they don't really have, like, um, divided off sections and, like, there's not yeah. really the mirror element and everything. But we'll see. This is their first season. Um, it, it's not quite uh, Drag Race UK, but it's 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 almost there. They got... Girl, but they good. got... Drag Race UK, they're pretty pressed. They didn't win any money. They win a hundred thousand dollars. Well, well yes, I mean in, the, in the UK, they're not allowed to have the money, but we but got they the put show. the money into the into the workroom, girl. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna start off with Priyanka, and as she says, "My name is Priyanka. What's my name?" She removes her question mark. Do you love me? Um, not the best entrance line. Weird. Well, can I say something? Yes. I've been a fan of Priyanka for a while now. She's I mean, look at my background. Right there. So her entrance was Jean Yes. Okay, okay, talk to me. Of Priyanka, on her Instagram, on, on her Instagram, it's fucking genius. Excuse my language. She will, whenever she performs with a Rue girl, she takes a video, but pretends it's a picture. She asks for a picture. And you can go on her Instagram. They're all there. She asks the girls for a picture and they're caught off guard because she starts recording. And she goes, uh, my name's Priyanka, what's my name? They answer, they say Priyanka. She goes, am I beautiful? And they respond either yes, no, or maybe. And then she says, do you love me? And then they say, you know, whatever. And then she goes, do you want to fuck me? She is hilarious. She is great. Well, listen, this is why I have guests on my show to tell me things that I don't know. I love right. it. Right. Um, listen, I'm going to just say it now and I'll say it later. I'm predicting her as my winner pick. I top I three. Said, top three. I said, I, I predicted her preseason. I'm, like this episode, there was just something about her. I was like, she has so much love personality. Yeah. She's yeah. great TV. Yeah. So let's talk about the look a little bit. Um, I like to shout out the designers when they are shared. 
Yeah. Um, her hair is by Wig Zaddy. Costume made by Lee Londo. Question mark by Fairy Fire Forge. And jewels by Amped Accessories. We love a queen who supports local artists. Yes. And we're going to um, have a lot of these um, uh, crossovers with a couple of these designers, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Canada if, girls ain't that exactly. big. Exactly. Yeah. If you forgot her name, um, just read it off of her bodysuit and scrunchy. Um, it sparkles, it shines. It's not maybe what I would predict for the entrance look on as the first queen for Candace Drag Race. It, it should have been like the look where they were like, uh, give us a look that describes you. Like that yeah. would have been. Um, but it, I'm not mad at the look. It's, no. it's fine. Definitely not the worst. No. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm still going to toot it because it gives, it shows me who she is and that's the kind of performer yeah. I know I'm going to get out and of And if Bianca. you're a fan of her, it's an inside joke. Right. Um, I'm going to give it a two. Two. Yeah. 33% of the audience gave it a two. Uh, the rest, 67% gave it a boot. Um, yeah, well, she's been doing, doing drag for only two years, but she is an icon. Um, she was a former kids television, television host, but now she's a drag queen and this is... I did not know that. Yeah. What show? Um, oh God, I don't remember. I don't have it, oh. have it in my notes, but, um... Irrelevant. She, she, yeah. Canada. But no, so now she's like... Per combining her two personas on national television and right. here she is right two years i've been doing drag four years babe. yeah all right next up is alona verily um as she talks into her phone she says all right party girls walking into the workroom i'm gonna let these girls have it all right bye and then she tosses her fake phone thank god it was a fake phone <laughs> um she's alona verily and she's a fucking bitch and she she's known for having a very sickening instagram which I will attest to it. It's gorgeous. I'm right now because I forgot what she looks like. Yeah. So, um, what else did she say? Uh, when Alona and Priyanka sit in chat, Alona says she has a big Instagram following and it's all real, prompting Priyanka to ask if she's been if she's calling hers fake. And then Alona claims only half of Priyanka's are real, and that's just her being a bitch. Yeah. Um, let's talk about her look up a little bit. Um, the look is by Evan Clayton. The choker is by daddy Adam hair is by Artowigs Canada. Um, for me, this is like her Instagram came to life in this look. She's yeah. got her blue monochromatic look. Um, the coat I think is a plus the nose ring is super extra. Every um, time, every time she was on screen, I was like, I, I had to double check. I was like, is that like, uh, uh, what do they call it? Like the, the, oh, girl, she did say, um, she looks like, what were they, what are they called? You know, you know, the septum. About. Yeah. Well, it is a septum, but yeah, I kept but... thinking it was one of those like who man choose. Oh God. Yeah. 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 Um, the only thing that bothered me was she wasn't proportion nicely. I would have like I think she needed to cinch a little no. more. Yeah, and I think that's a that's an issue we see with uh larger queens. She's not a, a a big queen, but she does have um some heft. Yeah. Um she is she's she is kind of a young drag look with this look. Um, I feel like I've been a fan of hers just because I, I didn't follow her because now I just followed her now. But I just feel like I've seen it. Yeah, it, 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 the concept is fine. The execution wasn't quite there. It, it's it, it's not original. I don't yeah. know. I'm, at the end of the day, going to still give her a toot because comparatively, <laughs> um, the audience gave her 51% toot, 49% boot. Yeah, I mean, it's 
it, it, I mean, that that explains it. Yeah, I mean, it was middle like, of the road. It was good, but like not yeah. great. Yeah. En français, s'il vous plaît. I don't speak French, but I know that means something. It is Kiara. Uh, she is 21 years old from Montreal, and apparently wow. she's verse. Verse. Um, she has hair flips, what dips, and somersaults, and she, as well, has only been doing drag for two years. Um, she claims she has no main weaknesses. She's flawless. Um, she got confidence, and I'm going to just yeah. say now, she even preseason and even through this first episode, she's not my favorite. She, for me, falls behind the rest I'm of the girls. Like- currently trying to find her on Canada's Drag Race. And what, what's her name again? Oh. Kiara. Kiara. Okay. Yeah. So hated her entrance look, girl. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. forgettable. Yeah, so the look is by uh, Clue Couture. The hair is by Peach. Um, normally, I'd be all about this color combo, but there's just something so basic and bland about this look the hair is flat the jacket is yeah the jacket's great but there's just no expression in her face no and i don't like the dark lips with this she look seems, it just she seems scared like yeah she looks like one of the girls who show up to drag wars and are like this is my first time <laughs> what's funny is in the pre um uh, season cast assessment i called her a drag wars girl girl like it, i it's mean true right? And she got the one eyeshadow. Like, there was no dimension to her right, makeup. Right, that, Eyeshadow that... and a lash. Yeah, there was no expression. I, mean, I can't say anything right now. Don't get too flat. <laughs> no, there, there was just something really off about it. She needed to pop, and I just didn't get any pop from her. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this a boot. Boot, boot. Shockingly, this was split down the middle, 50-50. Yeah. Well, um... Your fans need to uh, reassess. Yeah. All right. Juice box. Um, ooh, uh-huh. you like that? Wink. Um, I do. I like that. She is 31 years old from Essex, Ontario, living in Toronto. Um, she wants the other queens to think, oh, she's fucking hot. Um, yeah. And are you ready for her first iconic moment from um, the season? She gets her bracelet stuck on her fishnets. Girl, she that is high class drag. Like I right? live for juice box. Like this was a perfect moment because this is still a show about real people. Yeah. And like the fact that they kept it in, like yeah. at the end of the so day funny. it kinda sucked. The, Relatable girl. Do you know how many times that has happened to me? Yeah, it was it was in performance. It was really wonderful. I, I'm a big fan of hers. Um, let's talk about this look. The hair is by Wig Zaddy. The look is by Michael Joshua DeFruscio. Wings by Chris Lotz. Jewels by Ant's Accessories. Nails by Pinkies. I love it. I love it. I think it's yeah, sexy. It I was, think she, she's got... Incredible. Yeah, she's got like this edgy Victoria's Secret model to her because of the tattoos. Oh, her Instagram promo. Uh, oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. She, background. Look at that. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's stunning. She, she knows her brand when it comes to her makeup and her... Yeah signature no pink nose and the um the freckles that she does that signature and, the pink nose yeah she she every picture she does um i i just love it i and you know what i just also love that that what she looks like in drag is not what you think she will look like out of drag right um, i have to move my screen because i keep looking at myself so look <laughs> my screen right in the middle so it go. looks like at the camera and not me <laughs> all right here we go um yeah what did you think about the look 
Incredible, incredible. Victoria's yeah. Secret model, polished effing makeup. Girl, yeah. she is beat to the gods. She knows her face. Her, uh, I'm going through her Instagram right now, and she always has the same, like, it's always juice box, but yeah. it's always different colors. There's a different, something added, and you can tell she has makeup inspirations from Creme Patel. She did a Creme Patel look. She's, uh, she's, oh my God, her, oh my God, wig zaddy. She does wig zaddy a lot. Yep. Yeah, did, I, I'm um, a big fan of hers. Yeah. I bought a juice box pin before the season started. I was like, that's my claim. I let this is my girl. Yep, um, girl. But only only one episode. But we'll talk well, about her pins, later. My pins will be coming out soon. <laughs> so uh, hit me up. I have yeah. brand new art. Amazing. For juice boxes, look, I'm going to give her a toot. Toot, toot. Yeah. Um, again, this audience is very weird. 51% toot, 49% boot. What? Did two people vote? <laughs> no, there, there, are, there is a substantial amount of votes. Good, good. Well, we are moving on to Anastasia Anakway. Um, if you don't know my name, just call me Mother. Or, as I say, Mayhem Miller in that look. Mayhem's back <laughs> in the house. Okay, so she represents the pageant queens. She makes it all herself. She has won a lot of titles. And then she gets that Davina DeCampo speed through accolades moment um, when she's just listing all of her um, titles. Malona then asks why she even needs Drag Race and says, get out of here. And everyone knows Starzy because Starzy is a star. She's fine. There's something about her that I'm just not connecting with. Who is this again? Anastasia Anakwe. Yes, yes. Listen, by saying you are the Mayhem Miller, bitch, I already know who you are. You are fierce. You own the scene. Mayhem yeah. Miller has been a staple in L.A. Mayhem Miller, the first time I saw Mayhem Miller was on a BuzzFeed video where she was making mm-hmm. all the dry guys. Yeah. So Mayhem Miller, that's some pretty big shoes, heels to fill. Yeah. She better um, show up and show out, world. Yeah, well, this look. Um, I don't have any designers because she didn't tag any of her designers. Bad, bad, bad. Gross. Um, I just hated the look. I think without the sickening jacket, it's just a bodysuit with gloves and a white hat that she added fabric to. Right. I'm, I'm looking at her look now. Oh, I'm going to follow her. <laughs> uh, yeah, she looks like Mayhem Miller. Yeah. Um, I'm always someone who is very skeptical about colored contacts and... This is Girl, not... You know what we call them at the House of Peculiar? Coco what? Vision. Coco Vision. <laughs> yeah, Coco it's true. Vision.world. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about it with this look. Like, I don't need it. Like, the blue certainly makes the blue in the costume pop, but it's still just... You're looking at the eyes, nothing else. Like, thank God in her promo, you can't even see her eyes. Exactly, because the, it's so, the eyes are so dark. But... <laughs> Put on gray Desios. That's what everyone else is wearing. Yeah, I, I, I'm sadly not a fan of this look. That's hers. a very like old drag thing. Is the blue contacts? I mean, yeah. I'm wearing blue right now, and they're very subtle. But yeah, I'm gonna give her look a boot. Yep, boot. Shockingly, the audience went 72% toot, 28% boot. Listen, they love this I'm, one. Listen, I'm voting for anybody black. So yeah, I'll give her a two. I take my boot back. All right, next up we have Lemon. Um, pucker up, motherfucker. The citrus queen of NYC has arrived. Uh, she says she's gorgeous, she's hilarious, and sour as hell. Uh, she's a dancer, and she's showing off her real legs. 
Um, she says she has competed in every single competition in New York City and has won all of them, but I'm Girl. pretty sure there's a few that she missed. Girl. <laughs> it was, Listen, she, I, I don't work in Manhattan a lot, so I can't say too much about Miss Lemon. All I can say is I'm a little jealous. And um, we had her up at Birdsall House, Dottie Spartan's Books Lemon, last year mm -hmm. up with the House of Westchester. And she was, in, she was phenomenal. She was yeah. incredible. Yeah, she she's great. She knows how to perform. She's a drag yeah. queen. She is. Um, is she, you know, has she won every competition in New York City, girl? No. no, that that was she was there for the soundbite. That that's what that was. But um, that was some Brita filter talk. <laughs> yeah. So Priyanka calls Lemon's jacket a uh, a duvet because um, that was one fabulous jacket, and we'll talk about the jacket in a second. But mm. the the look, the um, yeah, the look was by Didi Fuego, another New York queen. The jacket mm -hmm. was from Jasmine Rice LaBeija, but we learned through social media that it was designed by the incredible Florence Delee. Drama, drama. We love, 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 um, and hair by Perspective Beats. Right. This is signature lemon, and it's a great way to enter it's drag race. Hello. Like, yeah. It th this was. This is how you enter Drag Race. This was really right. the first time I was like, okay, someone's yeah. here. Um, but that, was, that was the toot, toot, toot. Yeah. The dress was a little odd, um, but it's all about the coat. The coat is stunning. It's so yeah. good. She, um, she should have won that photo shoot challenge. Oh, it was something, yeah. Stunning photo. I'm not, I'm not, we'll talk about judging overall because I have a lot of opinions, but right. I'm giving this a toot. 89% of the audience gave it a toot, 11% gave it a boot. Yeah, that, that dress was definitely, um, the dress was off the rack rainbow, so I'm going to boot the dress. The jacket was gorgeous, Stunning. and the hair, lemon, so yeah. gorgeous. All right, um, ready? Yeah, ready for our next queen? Yeah. You didn't think you can bring the race to Canada without Scarlet Bobo, did you? Um, it's our favorite circus freak, Scarlet Bobo. Um, so we learned that she's been doing drag for 12 years um, and Love has it. a lot of Toronto friends um, as a headliner. Um, she claims that there are 20 new drag queens that pop up a week in Toronto. So basically, Toronto's like New York City. Right. Um, Juicebox says that Toronto has the best drag in the world and works harder than New York Queens, to which Lemon chimes in with no. That's the only correct thing Lemon said the first episode. <laughs> Well, maybe um, don't say that on uh, Canadian television, but she's not wrong. No. <laughs> she's very correct on it. Um, unfortunately, there's no designers tagged in this look, so I can't tell you who made it. But I think the look is okay. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. Yeah. Um, so I'm a huge fan of Scarlet. Yeah. I'm giving this look a toot, 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 toot. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, girl incredible her my favorite we'll we'll get into it is her cowboy pants and the strap yeah. that was yeah. like but um scarlet bobo we at, from the house peculiar uh she we are trying to get her up here because the house peculiar we are a circus yeah so we can't wait to spin fire with her and just vibe with scarlet bobo so yeah, she's scarlet bobo if you're watching this get up to new falls because we want to hang out with you <laughs> Yeah, so she, I, I mean, I think this really represented her funky side. Um, the green hair was cool. The punk elements were cool. Um, but again, just coming right after 
Lemon and right before Kine wasn't the best look. Um, but I still give it a toot. The audience was 55% toot, 45% boot. Right. Next up um, is yeah. Kine. Attention fives, attendant has just arrived. So it's like a little revamped Jenna Maroney line, but um, such confidence out of this one. Too much. Yeah. They call her, as she says, the dancing diva of the Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge, Tri-City area. But really, she is just a 21-year-old social media star. Um, Kiara tells us that she learned styling wigs from Kine's videos. Um, I had never actually seen a Kine video because, I, again, I'm not a drag queen. I don't, I don't need my tutorials. Um, but I know a lot of queens know of her. Yeah. I am obsessed with her. So I first found Kine on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, she dominates TikTok. And do you know what she does? She what gets in full drag and will tell you a statistic about, like, the ocean. Her entire TikTok is math stats. I mean... In drag. Full drag, girl. And on her YouTube, she teaches you how to sew, do wigs, sing, do your makeup, fucking tap dance. Yeah. I saw one video that she was doing My Heart Will Go On while playing the flute. And it was it was hilarious. She's, she, she's crazy. She's incredible. And she's so proud of it that she got on TV and she was like, I'm that bitch. And mm-hmm. people were like, slow you're down not. because yeah. you're not. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this look. Um, the hair and outfit are by kind. Um, I think it, this is just stunning yeah. drag. This is drag. It's sophisticated. It's drag, elegant. Girl. It's classic. It's campy. There's I just don't. so much to it. I the hat is stunning. The beat is on point. This is something to remember. Oh, but it's yeah in your face. Yeah, I thought this was an incredible look. Um, absolute toot for me. Absolute toot. The audience, 77% toot, 23% boot. Next, we have Boa. And as she says, I am not like utter queens. Everything. Get it? Because she's Everything. wearing cow print and an utter has a piercing on it. Well, she is the bitch on arrival. And she is what? constipated um priyanka juice box and scarlet yeah right priyanka juice box and scarlet are all gagged to see boa um juice box says that boa has a bad rep in toronto as being messy and a little annoying and this is why we want that on television right um splits high kicks death drops she does none of it she's campy and she knows it her outfit is by lucy mua hair by connor mccalden jewels by nina spade studio this look, it's out of this world. It's it's super campy. It's bitch out of this world. Ah, she had aliens on her head. <laughs> yeah, it was out of it was crazy. I mean, it's kind of basic as fuck, but that's like boa, but it's yeah, elevated. So when the girls were like, "Oh, she's messy. She's this," they are jealous because she walks into the room, no fucks given, and makes her coin. Yeah. And talk shit like drag queens do. And because she's an outcast and her name is Bitch on Arrival, of course the queens are going to hate her. Like, yeah. oh, girl, you're jealous. Yeah, I think what I loved about the look, though, is the headpiece and how it really elevated the look. Yeah. Because who doesn't love an UFO beaming up a cow? It's, it's, it was smart. It's she's smart drag. She's a cow. She yeah. called herself a cow. Yeah. Before you could. Yeah, so listen, if, if if you're on board for the the campiness and you can make fun of yourself, 
I'm going to appreciate you. You may right. not be my favorite if queen. You can't make fun of yourself. How the hell are you going to make fun of someone else? Exactly. She may not be my favorite overall, but like I still right. appreciate what You're she's going to win. No, 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 no. Um, I'm going to give this a toot. Right. Toot. The audience, 59% toot, 41% boot. All right. Next up, bonjour. Hi. Say hello to the Queen of Montreal. Hi, Rebecca. I Canada. I, I forget that you speak French yes. in Canada. Yes, that accent. That was like... Um, Bonjour. It's, it, it is full-on Celine Dion. Um, so, Rita Vega. Oh my God, such a good name. Kiara uh, states that Rita is a big deal in Montreal and that she gave her her first gig. Um, she's called a legend, but don't call her old. Um, the outfit by Jonathan Grandolfo, hair by Peach. What did you think of the outfit? I'll let you start. Oh my god. As I'm like trying to put more things on my body. <laughs> um, let me go to her Instagram. Hold on. It's Rita Bag. Uh, oh, follow. <laughs> um, this was the big coat, right? Uh, this, she was this big old space witch. Space witch. <gasps> With the green hair. Yep. Bitch, that is high drag, girl. Yeah. That is, she, girl, she gave you the gig. She is the gig. Yeah, it's very put together. It's very smart. I love the color combination. The hair is stunning. Sculpted. I mean, this this is the reason why people call her a legend. Right. She knows how to put together a look that's not just a look. It's a story. There's there, right. there's a narrative to it. She, it she's works. the white Shaquita Hall. <laughs> Okay, okay. Wait, I may take that back as we get into the season. Yeah. Because I know, I don't think this bitch sings opera, but... Not, not yet. We don't know that yet, but... I give her a toot. I like this look. Toot. The audience, 62% toot, 38% boot. Those 38 people need to go study drag. Yeah, okay. All right, are you ready for um, one of the most amazing creatures to ever walk through the workroom in the franchise history? Mm-hmm. As she says, oh, wow, oh, my God, this is Jimbo the Drag Clown, and they are one of the most unique specimens ever. <laughs> Bitch, when Jimbo walked in with that, that was a piece of art that she was yes, wearing. Yes, it was. was. Who made it? Um, okay, uh, Abraham Levy, who's done of so course. many... Right, he's done so many things. I have been Abraham Levy. I met him at On Top, and I didn't even know it was him. Yeah. I'm talking to the model wearing Abraham Levy. I'm like, oh my god, I love Abraham Levy. I love your outfit. You look amazing. He's like, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, hair by Brady Taylor. But before we talk about the look, um, they say, um, Jimbo says that they're just a run-of-the-mill guy, but bitch, you're a fucking whack job. I love it. Um, and at a Jimbo show, people come just to see what she's going to do. Right. Um, also, that confessional look was totally howdy doody. With no, that, like, she is, fringe moment. Top five. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Priyanka wants to hire Jimbo for her birthday party, and so do I. Who um, wouldn't? When, when asked uh, what kind of magic tricks they can do, they respond, make their dick disappear. Perfect. It's funny. Quick, quick. This is good. This is a she great performer. She doesn't want to tell you what she can do. She goes, yeah. I can make my dick disappear, and so can you, bitch. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, 
you want to talk about magic this look was magic um it this is high class clown like it's a knockout look i've never seen abraham levy do camp i i didn't even know that was abraham levy yeah but damn this is extraordinary like queen's dream of wearing his looks right and yet jimbo is still being true to themselves while wearing an iconic abraham levy look it was so smart, so well done. So good, so good. Um, and honestly, like, when she came out in that look, I was like, oh, my God, another, like, goth queen. Like, not that I don't like goth queens. I'm sitting in a goth queen's bedroom right now. <laughs> um, but, like, I was like, oh, really? Like, eh, okay. And then I, I looked at her Instagram, and I was like, bitch, this is that yeah. whole circus Yeah, this is she... I'm excited for Jimbo. I don't, I don't know if Jimbo can win, but Jimbo is going to be a fan favorite. Right. Well, I'm absolutely giving this a toot. Absolute 100% toot. The audience, 95% toot, 5% boot. Yeah, girl. Yeah, right? So it's the highest we got so far. Um, And we have one last queen to walk into the workroom, and it is the legendary serving body, serving face. Watch out, Canada. I'm here to win this race. Tainomi Banks. We love a rhyme. Yep. I mean, that is going to be the opening lyric for uh, her eventual lead single that she drops. She is the LeVar Burton, the Reading Rainbow of Drag, Baba. <laughs> she can give neck. She's a legend. Um, and yeah, I she's the last one to pop through, and she is living that she is the last one. Right. Um, her look. Let's talk about the look a little bit. Her hair is by Serena Chacha. The bodysuit is by <gasps> Perry Meek. Nails by Scorched Nails. Jewels by Amped Accessories. Um, and I guess outfit um, designer overall was Mark Andrew Smith. I think this is a legendary look. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. It's, it's Brenda Darling realness made for Drag Race. I don't care if it's like a bodysuit. It's just the most expensive thing that walks into the room. It's Brenda Darling. She looks like Brenda Darling. Right? And yes. I, I stand Brenda Darling. Like, it's, that outfit was stone, mama. More yeah, stone than I am. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's expensive. It looks expensive. She looks so good. Right. Um, so I give her a two. I want her top three. She's in my top three. Yeah, I think she can make it. But yeah, I'm giving her a two. What are you giving her? Um, maybe a two. Yeah, 43% give her a two. 57% give her the boot. But I'm 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 curious though. I like I want to kind of ask my audience. I think they were judging the photo that I put out there and not the look. Because maybe they well, haven't seen the show. I don't I know. I think she looks gorgeous. Do I think it should have been her entrance look? No. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with like with Drag Race. Like we used to have some of these iconic entrance looks, but now Girl, I feel like all of the. To, do you remember Dita Ritz's iconic entrance look? Girl, that was a two piece with a biscuit. Yeah, but like we gotten to this point now where I think queens are underselling their talents and looks in their entrance look so you can go from like low to high and i get it but there, right. maybe maybe the entrance needs we've been to be, wanting more exactly maybe we need to adjust the entrances i don't know but we're going to talk about the introductions the alarm goes off and guess what rupaul has to welcome them all to her franchise right we were watching and they were like wait i thought brooklyn was hosting this <laughs> yeah shit. so she tells them to spread their charisma uniqueness nerve and talent across the great white north for the whole world to see and then the trio enters, the, the, the thruple. Uh, first, it's Stacey McKenzie, Brooklyn Heights, and Jeffrey Bauer Chapman. I'm not going to lie, they look 
fucking terrified. They looked like deer in the headlights. They looked like they had the no judges? idea what they were doing. The judges. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were a little the nervous. the first episode, I was like, well, you can tell they're yeah. still figuring it out. Yep. Um, I mean, it, it must be hard. It's, this is not an easy gig. RuPaul's done it for a while. RuPaul's gotten into the... Big heel yeah. to fill. Um, so basically what we do learn in this moment is that they are basically a thruple and they will decide as a trio each week and they do all serve as a trio of hosts and a trio of judges. So it takes three to be one RuPaul. And good thing two of them are black. Yep. Well, in the first Canadianism, uh, Brooklyn compares Drag Race to a long, hard prairie winter. I don't know what that means, but it sounds bad. Right. Um, the winner will win a year's worth of hotel stays from Hilton. I hope that means, like, not just a, like, junky-ass Hilton room. I hope you get, like, a fucking suite out yeah, of this. Yeah, and I hope it's not, like, four stays. Right. I hope it's, like, they can stay whenever they want. Exactly. They um, and then they also get a cash prize of a hundred... Cash prize of a hundred thousand dollars, and it's about to rain loonies. That's Canadian currency. <laughs> I thought you were talking about my friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the theme song. The theme song. Do you remember the theme song at all? Of Canada's Drag Race? Yeah, it's no. It's a weird version of the main show theme, but they removed RuPaul from the lyrics. <laughs> it's weird. It's really, really weird. Yeah, go back and rewatch it, and just your ears are going to kind of be like, I don't know. I, I, I like, can't compute. I know this, but like, exactly. I'm confused. Yeah. All right. For the I'm first. <laughs> For the first mini-challenge, Matt Barnes will be shooting them as they scale the Canadian Rocky Mountains and plant their flag. The queen with the coolest shot wins. And then you have to have some campy moments. Um, the trio snaps after they say, we hear there's a cold snap coming in. Oh my gosh! You caught me filming! Okay. Get out! Yes. All right, so we're, we're going to uh, run through the girls kind of quickly. Uh, Priyanka runs up and gets a wonky lash moment. Scarlet reams herself with the flagpole. Rita just screams into the mountains. Kiara does the model thing, but once the wind blows, she starts freaking out. Anastasia loses her hat and gets hair in her throat. Tainomi shows booty. Boa is ready to jump and knocks her herself in the headpiece. Lemon plays her character, and she is basically a rag doll. Kine is a classic model. Right. Juicebox tries to be dainty. I was like, you better. Juicebox tries to be dainty and gorgeous, but as she leaves, she falls. And this is iconic moment number two for Juicebox. Bitch, they... (laughs) Spoiler alert, she went home, but, like, she (laughs) had the best moments of the whole episode. Yeah, she, she had a really great episode. Jimbo calls it a big slide and then um, just serves camp and screams and it's hilarious as fuck. That's what I would do. Yeah, it was just, it was a cute That was moment. the point of that. That was the point of that photo shoot was yeah. to show the judges your personality. And if you walked up there and just posed, you, it was a wasted opportunity. I kind of miss the photo shoot challenge for the main show. Right. Like, I want it back maybe for season 13. Right. It really is an important way to show the judges who you are. Right. Um, and, it's, and it's interesting that both UK and Canada used a photo shoot as their first mini challenge. Well, that's how they all started out in the beginning. Yeah. All right. So everyone is getting ready 
getting out of drag. Who's going to be the cute boy? Kind thinks it's her, of course. Of course. And everyone just wants to fucking know what Jimbo looks like. Right. And what is it? It's a daddy. And Priyanka asked Jimbo if she wants some Boyanka. I was surprised. I was like, they are into Jimbo. That's not my cup of tea. I like my coffee, uh, not a lot of milk. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they wanted a daddy. And I was like, well, maybe I need to go to Canada. Maybe I'll right, have better luck right. up there. Right. Oh, Listen, God. you don't need to go to Canada. Stay right in New York. We love our daddies <laughs> in New York. No, some of them do. All right. Okay. So they announced You're that the, the wrong win- part of New York. <laughs> I, I, yes, I am. I'm very yeah, wrong well, part. You need but... to go to P-Town. Go to Bear Week. <laughs> yeah. That's not New York, but. No, it's not. Well, okay. The announcement of the winner. Um, who is it going to be? Well, they kind of drag it out. It felt weird, but the winner of the mini challenge is Kine. She wins $1,000 of latex couture from Polymorph. It's a pretty damn good prize for a first mini challenge. Right. And how much was it? It was a thousand dollars. Girl. Yeah. So it's time for Brooklyn to say what she's always wanted to say. Oh, pit crew. Uh, and we got two boys. Said it, like with a shaky voice too. Yeah. I was like, you didn't rehearse that. No, she was she was nervous. But we get two boys, um, two boys of color, which was amazing to see. Amazing. Um, and they bring out twelve big boxes. Ooh, we love a big box. The main challenge is going to be creating a Canuck Couture look using items from the boxes, which is a classic Drag Race challenge. Love it. Uh, The fabrics and accessories are provided by Roots, and that is the most Canadian thing I've heard so far. I, that whole time, the whole time they're talking about this, I'm like, Canuck? Roots? What the fuck is going, what the Canuck is going on here? I don't understand. Is yeah, this like con- Gander Mountain or like Home Depot? I don't understand. Roots is a huge um, apparel uh, company in Canada. And now I, I mean, get it. I, I mean, I, re- I went to Canada almost like 20 years ago now. But um, everywhere you look, every store, it's Roots. Everything is Roots. So good for them getting that uh, sponsor. Girl, right? So, Kine gets to assign the boxes. She decides for herself she will take the Yukon Gold Digger, and that's the most fitting one she can pick. Uh, Lemon gets Jock Scraps. Elona gets Musk uh, Kerr. Uh, Rita gets Quebec Fraud. Jimbo gets Rainbow it, Rain Blow It Up. Priyanka gets Gone Fishy. Boa gets Man of Green Gables. Kiara gets Like a Prairie. Tainomi gets Lumberjane. Anastasia gets Canada Gay. Scarlet gets Glampede. And Juice gets Much Ruzik Video Dance, which, again, that's a Canadian thing I didn't know about. Well, you know, and if I was kind, I would have thought about it a little more because she really gave everyone the perfect category. She did. Because, um, I, I mean, as much as she said in, in the confessional that she wanted to give everyone what they didn't want or whatever, I don't think that's the tea. I think she was not trying to make enemies quite yet. Listen, if, if I was on Drag Race and that ha- when I get on Drag Race, <laughs> when I get on Drag Race and that happens, I'm going to pull a Shiangela and be like, girl, I don't want disco. Girl, I don't want the country. I hate that. And then they'll give it to me. And then I'll, yeah. pull it, I'll play. There you go. So Jeffrey is given the gentleman start your engines and made the best woman win line. Do we think Jeffrey's going to get it every week or is it going to be going through it all? I don't know. I hope he can get it any day of the week, girl. <laughs> Um, yeah, divvying up the lines will be something we will discuss again later in the podcast. 
So, it is now design time. The girls go through their boxes and find so many odd things. Um, they each play with their items and they get to um, try out some like one-liners because, you know, this is their first time to really showcase themselves in the workroom. So we'll go through some like highlights. If there are any that you want to throw out there, let me know. But Anastasia finds the magical fabric and the roots ribbing and knows it's going to be fabulous. Um, when I saw her boxes, like I'm a little worried what she could possibly create out of this, but she she turned it out. We'll get to her soon. But Boa Wait, doesn't can know. I, can I pause you one yeah. second? Yeah. Did you say this is a podcast? Yes. <laughs> so this is not being videotaped. It, it's just being recorded that I use the audio. I'm cracking up! You better put this in there because <laughs> oh, I put I on a 25-minute mug and Mr. Michael said, you have to be a face girl. Yeah. I'm dead. It's all good. Okay, I mean, continue. a first for the podcast. But yeah, um, Boa doesn't know anything about Anne of Green Gables, um, but she has potatoes and she's going to use her potatoes. Everything. Um, Lemon knows nothing about sports and doesn't know most of the items that she has in her box. Right. Rita is most excited by cheese curds, and she's been eating it for years. Um, are you a fan of cheese curds? Say that again? Are you a fan of cheese curds? I am a fan of cheese curds with gravy, yes. Yeah. I uh, gotta love that poutine. <laughs> And then Alona gets to talk about her culture. So she is First Nation and reveals that she's an, um, indigenous. Uh, she also reveals that she is Two-Spirit. And I think it's pretty cool to have this storyline on the show. I think she is going to be a very inspiring person for um, people watching. She's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been her... Uh, it's, it's the first of the, this kind of plotline, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of here for it. Yeah. Juicebox, we learn, can put two pieces of fabric together and then starts cutting up CDs to do a mirror moment because she just wants a sexy Juicebox feel. Kine is ready for a Disco Diva fantasy and she tells us that she designs and creates all her costumes and that is something we should all remember as this episode goes on. Scarlet says that Kine is starting to hit a nerve and she asks, uh, Kine asks the room if they're happy about her boxes and uh, then she says that she is here to win. Um, she goes to Scarlet and asks if she can sew. Scarlet says no. So Kine says, it was nice getting to know you. And this was really the beginning of us seeing bad Kine. Yeah. Because everyone knows her from this, the, the social media personality and everyone's fallen in love with her. What we saw on the show, not so great. Yeah. Um... I was very disappointed because I was a big fan of Kine and then her whole personality just kind of threw me. Like, I yeah. was like, who is this? This is not the Kine that I've been following for years. Right. Yeah, it was unfortunate. But it's now Elimination Day and Lemon can't find her lip gloss and now that's a meme. Scarlet loves Lemon but finds it a little annoying, um, which was interesting to hear that um, confessional so early on. Um, we learned that Lemon says she couldn't afford to bring makeup. Um, and we learned a bit about her backstory, that she went to Alvin Ailey and that doing things on her own in New York City made her grow up quickly. And as she says, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. And I already made it there, so bring on the queens. Right. So much confidence. Right. Alona is from Vancouver, but apparently lives in L.A., we learn. 
Um, she said she started doing drag young. Boba reveals that she drank a lot and has now become sober to get her shit together. Uh, Boa now has the clarity she needs, and Juicebox reveals that people stopped going to her shows when she stopped drinking. She says that she was an asshole when she was drunk and didn't like the person she was when she drinks. Um, and I think sobriety in nightlife in the drag scene is a very, very interesting topic. Yeah, I'm really, gra- I'm really glad it was brought up. I think it's brought yeah. up. It's, that kind it's of probably, stuff is brought up on yeah. the U.S. Drag Race. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, it was really refreshing to hear it brought up on yeah um because it, th- there is a, um always a discussion about sh- do you need to be promoting drinking if you're not uh, if you're uh, sober or can yeah. you still be able to k- maintain the audience and get the audience going without taking shots along with them yeah um and there are a lot of sober queens who are able to keep those drinks flowing without taking a shot themselves yeah and and that was one thing like getting into drag that my family was concerned about the most they were like are you selling your body <laughs> and uh, are you doing drugs and alcohol? I said, one, yes, <laughs> two, <laughs> yes. But if you're responsible about it, you can, you know, you can balance those lives. But yeah. if you really get into the world, like I've seen, I just had a um, very sad um, Pacifica Rim. She's from Albany and uh, a couple years ago, uh, yeah two years ago um she was dropped off at her home and uh she threw up in her sleep and she passed away and the entire community was a wreck for a very long time she was pacifica rim was a beacon of light she was so happy she was but she was it was a character she put on this happiness she performed to make other people happy but she herself was not happy. Yeah. And it's very sad to watch a drag queen, you know, basically kill themselves with alcohol because they are not happy and they yeah. are tired of making other people happy when they themselves are not happy. Like Robin Williams, um, my idol, uh, Anthony Bourdain. I mean, his was a little more tragic. I'm not exactly sure what happened with him. I forget. But um, alcohol and drugs are very prevalent in the entertainment industry because we're exhausted making people yeah. happy when us our, ourselves are not happy, you know? Right. And I, I sorry if I'm talking too much, but um, I did a drag show, and it wasn't my show, but I do uh, brunch at the Liberty in uh, Manhattan on 35th Street once a month, and the rotating hosts are um, Gina Tonic, testicles and then I think it's they like change it out I think Nancy no good does the other day and I did testicle show and I had a panic attack and I wasn't drinking a lot but I didn't eat so all I was drinking were mimosas and I had a panic attack and it was the scariest moment of my drag career because I said I want to take all of this off right now and I did I did one number and I made no tips I made no tips because it was a num- it was a number that I wasn't confident in and I wasn't happy like I was depressed yeah. and I was overtired and the night before I did a show a private party in an apartment building and got wasted and then woke up put on makeup and went and did this brunch and had an anxiety attack and then I sat out the rest of the show. Yeah, I mean got to protect yourself, got to take care of yourself right. and 
and we forget that as entertainers exactly and and i think as much as like we shit on all these drag race shows sometimes it's important that these moments are brought up because Because it tells who aren't in the scene don't know this is happening exactly and it it allows other queens watching to know it's okay to not right right. i mean i i don't use alcohol to make myself funny but i definitely use alcohol to lower my inhibitions and we use alcohol for many different reasons to suppress emotions to you know um be funnier to you know let loose um but alcohol is more damaging than marijuana yeah. You know, if you want to be funny and calm, go smoke a joint, girl. Like, it's not bad. Everyone's doing it. It's legal in half the country. It's legal in Canada, girl. So yeah. stop drinking, put the bottle down, and smoke a joint. There you go. And eat a mushroom while you're at it. <laughs> All right. So before we get to the runway, Scarlett asks who is excited to walk the runway. And, of course, Kine says she's excited to see what the prize she wins will be. Oh, boy. This is just not a cute edit for this girl. Right. But we are ready for the runway. The iconic CoverGirl music plays. We get a moment of Stacy, Brooklyn, and Jeffrey on the runway in their looks. But wait, what's that? It's Elijah Cuthbert getting to do the rewalk. A white woman. It's very uncomfortable, okay? It is so weird. In the, it's, I was like, why? What is this? Worse. What happened? They were like, oh, we have two black people, so we have to have two white people? I mean, the judges are behind the table, and Alicia does the rue lines as guest host. I mean, that's refreshing, but I wish she wasn't judging. Yeah, I mean, I she... she and, then, and then she asked the judges the icebreaker questions, and it's really awkward. It's very, it was very awkward. And then Alicia is the one who gets the ex- explanation of the theme, which is Canuck Couture and the infamous Rue line, um, gentlemen, start your engines and let the best woman win. I do wonder if this is going to be a thing for every episode, so whoever the guest judge is will get those moments. But it sucks for our three hosts who <laughs> don't even get the fucking glory. It's weird. It was very weird. So... In honor of the theme, we, instead of playing Toot Boot, we will be playing O Canada or No Canada. Um, and if there are any judges' critiques, we will throw them in as we discuss each look. Um, and just for, the pe- for everyone listening along, The Realness was the runway song for uh, the runway. Uh, so again, this is still RuPaul's Drag Race, even though RuPaul's name is not, on, not attached to it at all. Right. <laughs> All right. She gotta be heard. She gotta have her voice heard. Exactly. All right. You ready to start? Yeah. First off, we have Anastasia Anakwe. I fucking love this look. Um, okay. It looked like she got a fucking coat in her box and just cut it. But no, no, no. Okay. She made that. She made it. The leg warmers were right. If anything, that was a shake and go wig. But it worked for this look. It was beautiful. It was all red. It was Canada. That looked screamed Canada. Right. Wait, who is this? <laughs> Anastasia. Uh-huh. Okay. With the Roots uh, jacket. Yes. The, yes. It was, I, I fucking loved it. Incredible. Um, I'm giving it an O Canada. O Canada. The audience, 75% O Canada, 25% no Canada. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Kiara. 
Um, for anyone listening, or Amber, if you want to follow along, I think um, Canada's Drag Race Instagram has all of the looks on there. Yeah, I'm on there right now. This is These are the runway looks, right? Yes. Oh, um, they don't really have them all yet, so I have to go through, but I'm looking. Kiara, um, her look is very much giving me Evie Oddly vibes. Um, I love that she pushed herself and made something that is high fashion without looking too costumey. Yeah. Um, the hair with the scarecrow look was really cool because it wasn't just like a basic blonde. It yeah. was like this blonde with all this color in it. It was, it yeah, was when, nice. Honestly, when she came out, like I was sitting all the Husmaculia, we were watching it together, you know, and uh, it came out and my first reaction was boo. And then as, you know, I heard from the rest of them, they're like, no, this is constructed really well. The hat is gorgeous. Yeah. I love the hay coming out of the hat yeah the dreads are phenomenal gorgeous and like the plaid is on her neck her wrist her waist the only thing i fucking hate is the shoes yeah why well, i want to point out that this was the first flat chest moment from kiara on the show um if everyone remembers she did a flat chest look for her promo look i will be interested to see if that is going to be called out during the season because again, you have someone like Aquaria, flat chest every week, and they live for it. So, just something to point out there and put out there. But Kiara's look, I definitely give this an O Canada. O Canada. 74% of the audience gave it an O Canada. 26% gave it a no Canada. Next, we have Lemon. It's campy, it's fun, the colors are true to her, but at the end of the day, this is a sewing challenge and it's not the best constructed piece. Yeah, she's, her, her Instagram post of her runway is, of course, not the actual no, runway. The actual, I'm sure, honestly, I'm sure it got destroyed. I thought it would be fun to make a look inspired by my week one runway. Thank you for all the love. I can't wait to show you what the dolls and I have in store for you this season. I can't even go and find it. Um, I liked her use of the birdies um, in her hair and as earrings. Yes, um, that was great. I wish the pink uh, skirt went all the way around and not just like partial. Um, so we get some of the judging um, in here, but Jeffrey got what she was going for with quirky, campy, and cute, but he wasn't buying what she was selling and felt it was undone, which is kind of how I feel as well. Brooklyn thought it was a little boxy. Alicia points out that the mouth guard are on the shoes as well. I obviously didn't see them because they were clear and you couldn't see it in, um, from a distance. But again, it's a, it was a smart touch. Execution was off. And unfortunately for this, I have to give it a no Canada. Yeah. No Canada. Um, the audience went 43% O Canada, um, 57% no Canada. Next we have Elona Verily. I'm just going to say it. I don't like it at all. Um, I mean, sure, the dress is fitted, but it's very, very boring. Um, I think the hair does not match the orange, ac orange accents that she's trying to use, but it's all saved with her incredible beat. The makeup is amazing, but overall, this is just not enough for me for this challenge. She hasn't even posted it on her Instagram. Because I think it goes against her monochromatic. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, look on the World of Wonder or Canada's Drag Race for hers. Canada's Drag Race, she i'm like i forgot what her runway look was it was it was like a gray um mermaid bottom and then she had like the orange uh choker with like the tassel coming down of it um forgettable 
Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. It, it, for me, it was it was bad. So for me, no Canada. No Canada. Twenty five percent of the audience liked it. Seventy five percent. Seventy five percent went no Canada as well. Next up, we have Kine. Listen, she is giving you a well conceived disco diva, but the construction is Boring. balls. Literally, there Boring. are balls falling off of her, and it's very embarrassing. Yes. So confident too. She was like, I have this shit in the bag. Right? If it wasn't a sewing challenge and this was professionally made, she would have a great look. It's a strong concept. The hair was great. The face was great. But the balls on the bell bottoms were just a complete miss. This was like a look for like one of the acting challenges. Like yeah, it just it was not it was not enough. Yeah. Um, as Jeffrey said, he loved the bell bottoms, but they were falling apart. Brooklyn said she was coming from looked like she was coming from a grinder hookup. Um, when Alicia said it wasn't her favorite look tonight, Kine then said, it's my favorite look tonight. Whoa, bitch, calm down. And then Kine mouths off to the judges and tries to defend her look. I mean, you want to talk about not cute looks. Like, her personality was very, very poor in this moment. Right. Unfortunately, again, sewing challenge. This is a no Canada for me. No Canada. The audience went 34% O Canada, 66% no Canada. Next up is someone you already said you loved. It's Scarlet Bobo. Um, I love the campiness and the fun direction that she took with this look. It's right. cowgirl done well. Incredible. Uh, That's my kind of drag girl. That is cow. That is farm. That is everything. Yeah, she used elements and had fun correctly. Um, okay. Doing the chaps was smart. I love the bra with the bandanas and the single bandana armlet. It was... I'm not someone who loves asymmetry, but it worked. It was good. Yeah. But it was the bee on her crotch. It was priceless. It's those little details that I love to see. And, like, when I go to – and I, I love putting those details in. Like, if you ever come to one of my shows, you'll look at my look. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> and then at the end of the night, you'll be like, is that a hamburger earring? <laughs> yeah. It's the yeah. little details. You, you right. always need them. And again, for this makeup, for this uh, sewing challenge, she did well. I definitely give her an O Canada. Right. Uh, 75% of the audience, audience went O Canada, 25% no Canada. Right. Next, we have Jimbo. She is serving you rainbow realness and 645 working pockets. Bitch, that is talent. She made that? She did. She made Girl. a fucking hoop skirt on Drag Race. She, and, and it was a little messy, but it was sure. a work of art. Yeah. Um, I think they just have similar face shapes, but this beat was giving me campier Davina DeCampo. It Incredible. was just, it, yeah. oh my God, yes. It's, she, they, I think they just had the same long face. But, and I, I stand Davina. But no, this was great. I think this look was so much fun. It was perfect for what she needed to do. The pink right. hair was wonderful addition to all the rainbow, not using yeah. one of the main colors. Yeah. Um, the look may have had a lot of cheap elements to it, but there was a story. So yeah. happy Pride next year. Happy Pride. I'm going to share that. <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey thought that she was not a one-trick pony, and Alicia loves where the colors are laid out. Again, it was smartly created. Yeah. Um, for Jimbo, I'm definitely giving her a O Canada. Oh, Canada, oh, Canada, God, <laughs> Well, the audience, 76% oh, Canada, 24% no Canada. As they should. 
Next up, we have Tainomi Banks. Okay, hear me out. I think this is an excellent look. I think the fabrics are working so well together. And this just, again, screams Canada to me. If that's where we're going for Canuck Couture, this was Canada in my eyes. Um, yeah. The sock stole that she made, um, very smart idea. Um, I think the, her beat is just radiant. The hair is just right. It's not too big. It's not too small. This was a woman on the move. She, she knew that she needed to go grocery shopping, but she was going to be a fabulous Canadian woman to do it. Yeah. This, wait, this is... Um, Tainomi. Not... Um, say that again? Tainomi Banks with, with the... Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, with, again, yeah. with the roots and materials. Yeah. Um, girl... Okay, so I will say it was forgettable because I don't remember it. Sure, that's fine. But um, looking at it now, I think she could have... I hate this blue thing. Okay. I think she, the blue covered up the beautiful... Ye I love yellow. I love a yellow. Mm -hmm. The blue covered up these beautiful, this beautiful um, plaid and, and the yellow straps. That... The yellow against the red uh, plaid is gorgeous, and it's yeah. covered up. Did she open it? Um, I don't think so. I don't no. Think she did. And then the sock monkey um, fucking... Uh, it was like a Ming fur. stole, but it was, um, it was supposed to be fur, but it was great. Yes! That is It was genius. so good. Yeah, that it was so good. supposed to be fur. Yeah. Wow. Smart. So I give it... I don't know. I think I got rid of that blue thing or opened it up, and... Oh, Canada. Yeah, I'm giving her an O Canada. The audience, again, with Tainomi, split down the middle. 50% uh, O Canada, 50% no Canada. Right. Okay. Ready for the most controversial moment of the night. Um, Boa, I hate it. I don't get it. I, I, it's campy, yes, but it's just gross in my eyes. Um, if we're talking about gluing as a negative on this show with sewing challenges, she glued potatoes to a straw hat and ribbons to a corset, and the bottom of the dress just looks unfinished. I think the hat works with the stunning hair and the color story is smart, but let's be real. Those were pasties on a breastplate. <laughs> so let's be real. I'm going to disagree with everything you just said. That's asked. fine. That's fine. <laughs> so Scarlet Bobo, wait, no, Scarlet Bobo. Bobo Bo. the drag queen, this bitch on arrival. She walked in and I thought she had hamburgers on her tits and I screamed. It didn't read fucking potatoes it was weird. no i screamed i said is she, does she have hamburger pa <laughs> are those sesame seeds on her areolas the dress wanna... though the dress though is very um the bottom was terrible it was not finished. awful the skirt is like it it looks like a party city tablecloth that exactly like wrapped around i don't get the black and white stripe armbands mm -mm. the headpiece I think it's genius. The hair is perfect. With the, the hair green. is gorgeous. She looks like poison ivy, but like poison potato. Yeah. Um, the boots. One was gold, one was green. Did she just happen to have those with her, or do you think she sprayed painted them? One was gold, one was green? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even notice that, because on her Instagram, they're both green. Yeah, in the, um, the main... Uh, yeah, um... I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, she, that was not her intention because on her Instagram, they're both green. So yeah. I'm guessing she only had one and she couldn't find the other one and the other one was lost in her bag or she only brought one of them. But I mean, it, it worked with the colors. She so. could, it worked. It worked. But she could have 
she, like you said, she could have painted both the shoes a different color. Yeah. She could have got a can of, she should have brought a can of spray paint. I love to do this, and I was taught by this by my drag mentor. I don't have a drag mother, but my drag mentor, Miss Isis Vermouth, she um, gets a pair of heels, and she will spray paint them to match her look. Yeah, there you go. And I know a lot of queens do that. If it works, do you do it. Well, Stacy loved her personality and creativity, but at the end of the day, I'm giving this a no, Canada. Not for me. Um, no, I say O oh, Canada, but the that's, skirt was terrible. Fair. Yeah. Audience, 35% O oh, Canada, 65% no Canada. They agreed with you. Yeah, they did. All right, juice box. Poor girl. She is giving us signature juice box, but this is just poorly made. Um, I don't know. She just didn't have enough CDs or not enough time, but I think if the, the CDs were fuller and complete, maybe it wouldn't have looked like a glued on mess. I don't really know. That being said, I, I love the hair on her. It's a super fun ponytail. I agreed with every single thing the judges said. Yeah. Well, Jeffrey appreciated the cutesy style, but said it wasn't enough to cover up the outfit, calling it sloppy. Stacy says it's messy and safe and can't find anything positive. Brooklyn says it's on brand, but basic. Yeah. And guess what? Guess what? Juicebox has a Tyra Sanchez moment and has a little panic attack. Um, you know, I, I, in the moment watching it, I was like, girl, shut the fuck up. But then I was like, I had a panic attack, and I know exactly how this bitch feels. Yeah. Um, so she got a little cold, so Rita wraps her up with her jacket, which was a really sweet moment. They could have edited that whole thing out, but they, they did But they kept it. And then we saw her get water and her robe uh, brought to her by right. the PA. Um, and when she was ready to hear um, Alicia's critique, she threw that robe right off, and she was back in it. Um, but again, third iconic moment from Juicebox. Right. As she should. I love her, but this is a no Canada. Not a chance. You know, for for her first, I mean, for being the last first one to go home, like, this was her episode, you know? Yeah. But it was a great look for the club. I'll say it again. It looked like a Drag Wars look. Um, but, yeah. Boo. Boot. Yeah. Um, o Canada, 14%. No Canada, 86%. Next, we have, yeah, ha, we have Priyanka next. I think this is a nautical look, and it's really stunning. Um, yes, it's a bikini and a sash, but it's put together pretty smartly. Um, it definitely reads Americana, and you know what? That's okay. That's fine. I think the crabs on her shoes were really fun. Sorry, I just lost you. Do you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yes, my internet just said um, it was bad, so I right. probably well, shouldn't be moving around. We're here. We're talking about Priyanka. Yeah. And her bikini and her sash and her crabs on her shoes. <laughs> I, I liked it. I really enjoyed her look. I, um, let me look her up. <laughs> Tell me I what she looks like. She looked, she looked like an American fisherwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, she, the, the blue in, with the black hair I thought it was really sweet moment for this look mm -hmm. i don't know I, I just think everything about it was good but it was mm -hmm. a safe look definitely mm -hmm. should not have been in a top or a bottom yeah. yeah um wait i'm going back to it the shoes hilarious that's yeah. camp yeah the bathing suit is very like well i will say it's forgettable because i don't remember yeah. this look it, at yeah. all it was safe it was fine 
I'm still going to give her an O Canada. Yeah, O Canada. She looks amazing. The hair's great. Her makeup is great. The bathing suit's great. The shoes are what make it. Yeah, 76% went with O Canada, 24% no Canada. And finally, we end with Rita Bega. Um, this is a two-parter for me. To start, I think the frozen look with the jacket and the mitten collar is fabulous. I think the balls on the head are really wonderful. As a singular look, it works. The boots with the snow are great. Here's my philosophy on reveals. A reveal needs to be better than the original look. <laughs> Bitch, Girl, this sucked. This that, sucked. That's not your opinion. That's, that's what that's, a fucking reveal. No. Yeah. Um, it's blue. It's a blue sack with fake snow. It's terrible. I don't care how campy her runway performance was. This is a sewing challenge, and that blue thing sucked. Yeah, you know, and she came out with this gorgeous lime green gown and sculpted hair, and then she walks onto the stage with no hair no and balls. a fucking bur- like whatever they call them in Canada. The only thing I liked about it was the gloves as the trim. Yeah. (sighs) Jeffrey says she's the most polished. Brooklyn points out that this is so Montreal cabaret style of drag and says she hit presentation out of the park. So apparently with uh, Rita Vega, it doesn't matter if it's a sewing challenge because they loved it. No, 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 Um, no. I give it a no Canada. Absolutely. It's going to be top three. Yeah. Uh, The audience, 33% O Canada, 67% no Canada. We learn that Anastasia, Kiara, Alona, Scarlett, Tainomi, and Priyanka are all safe. What? That leaves Lemonkind, Jimbo Boa, Juice, and Rita as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Because I do not. Um, I was shook. I was very confused. I didn't understand what was going on. Because it was Canada's Drag Race. I was like, all right, girl, they flipping the script. Yeah. And then when they were like safe, I was like, wait, who is safe again? The safe queens were Anastasia, Kiara, Ilona, Scarlett, Tainomi, and Priyanka. Well, I agree with like half those. Yeah, for me, I would have had either Anastasia or Tainomi as my tops, and I would have put Ilona as a bottom. Maybe not the. the... She probably is a bottom. <laughs> probably. But yeah, I disagree with these, this judging so hardcore. And it affected the entire episode, but yeah. we are going to move into what I call Untucked Junior. They did the same thing during um, Drag Race UK. I did UK. not watch Untucked. Well, there was no Untucked because it was part of the main show. Oh. Yeah, that's why I call it Untucked Junior because it's... Well, I watched it. I didn't watch it live. I watched it on um, WoW Presents. Yeah. And then I just stopped watching because I was like, all right, that's it. Yeah, they don't, they don't do an actual Untucked. It's part of the main show. So the tops and bottoms return to the safe girls and Juicebox starts crying as she tells everyone that she had a panic attack. Kine says that she, Juicebox, and Lemon are the bottoms. And once it's revealed that Boa is in the top, oh boy does Kine go off. It's overacting and so put on. Um, Juicebox calls her a brat. And the quote of the episode is, we're living in a world where Boa beat me. Okay. That is one of the worst things to say. Like, you guys are on the show. If you're on the show, you already won. You're showcasing your yeah. art. The second you discredit another queen, I hate you. Yeah. Like, quiet down now, kind. Like, not this your was not art. cute. It's art, and it's subjective. Yeah. Like, again, I did not agree with Boa being in the top. I think it was a bad look. Right. She agreed with me there. But you don't say it like that. 
No, you don't say it at all. Yeah. It's a competition. Learn Made how after. to. Yeah. I mean, it is TV, and we want to see them say right, it. And that's, right, and that's my thing. It's like, I think Kine did this for TV. I don't right. think she actually wanted to say that. Kine's already been on TV. Yeah, so she, this is a TV moment, but I think it's backfiring her, unfortunately. Right, it is, it is. Um, Boa does defend herself through her campy humor. Um, a very irritated Anastasia says, it means absolutely nothing if you don't have character on that stage. And Kine but shut the right. fuck up. She's right. Right, um, Kine shut up begun. Said, wow. She said, yeah. wow, I don't have character. She's like, yeah. all I'm trying to do is be a character. Exactly. Well, Brooklyn says, bring back our loons because that's a Canadian animal. Um, do you okay. think we'll get different animals each week? I hope so. Because <laughs> bring I back my moose. Of, I'll take it. Bring back my moose. I never heard of fucking loon. I know it's going to be different every episode. Yeah. So after the caraboo-boos, um, instead of squirrel friends... <laughs> Um, Rita Baga somehow wins. I don't know how, uh, but congrats, girl. She receives $5,000 shopping spree from Roots. So she's going to get a lot more Roots in her life. Girl, the, the, wait. She, did she win the mini challenge? No, Kain won the no. mini challenge. Kain won the mini challenge. Rita won the mini that's, challenge. You know, that's really telling, but, um, yeah, wow, that's really good TV. Because again, if you look at the t- top three, it was Rita. Um, Boa and Jimbo. Right. I think the judges were looking for camp in a sewing challenge. It just didn't make sense to me. Right. But again, this is a different show. This is Canada's Drag Race. It's not RuPaul's Drag Race. It's a different part of the franchise. Is anyway. RuPaul's best friend, right? Nope. Boa, Jimbo, and Kine are safe. Before Kine goes, Brooklyn calls her out on her confidence and arrogance. And she tries to redeem herself by picking up the balls that fall off and tossing them off to the side. They all laugh. It's a cute moment, but Kine really needs to um, settle down. Yeah, so Kine is, you know, she's trying to create this character, and yeah. she's really, really, it's she's ruining it for herself. Yeah. Well, in the very first ever lip sync for your life on Canada's Drag Race, it is Lemon versus Juice Box. The song is Carly Rae Jepsen's "I Really Like You." It's Awful very Canadian. Song be the first one. <laughs> it's but it's Canadian. It's a Canadian artist. Could right. have been a better song, Listen, but Carly Rae Jepsen is one of the reasons why I've started drag. So. Yeah. Um, Lemon didn't think she would be in the bottom two this early on, and doesn't think her look warranted it. Debatable. Um, again, I still would have put Lona possibly in that spot. Not really sure. Um, it's going to be a show for sure. And Juice, let's see what we got. You got your signature poppy uh, hair flips with a lot of energy. But Lemon says there's no way she's going home. So she does a jump split. And that was the moment she won. As soon as you said that, I was like, she's going home. Yeah. Well, um, Lemon is a trick queen. The tricks are amazing. And in this situation, it's tricks over energy. And if we're splitting hairs, Lemon's look is better. Um, I think they both had exquisite timing to the song. Um, They both knew the beats. They both knew the moments. They knew when things needed to happen. Um, But it was all about the tricks in the right places, and that that secured Lemon the victory. Um, I don't know if she's ever performed the song before, but this should be a signature number she does. We've all performed in that song. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Brooklyn reads the voting cards of the three judges because they get to vote. Um, I'm assuming it was unanimous all for Juicebox, but I really hope we get that reveal at some point. 
But Lemon Shantae's. I love how they judge now. Yeah, it was cool. Um, Juice Box is now the Canadian pork chop. Ha 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 Funny joke. Love um, it. And it's a food pun. Exactly. And as she exits, she says, bye cunts. But there's a song called You Can't Say Cut in Canada. So she just said it anyway. The last sure, line of the night. That says, you Can't Say Cut in Canada. Cut in Canada. Yeah, it's a great song. That's everything. Um, you, you know who Devin Green is, right? Bitch. Uh, she, 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 she and Devin. yeah, she and Ned sing that song. Um, I'm okay. a Devin Stan. So let me tell you, my drag inspirations. I have a few of them. I can't get through all of them, but Devin Green, Wendy Ho, Weird Al Yankovic, Lunette the Clown, Judge Judy. <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk about Devin Green after this episode. Yeah. Because um, I, I adore her. But the last line of the night is from Brooklyn Heights. She says, And remember, stay true north, strong and fierce. Now let the music play. Everything. It's not Rue's line. We got a new ending. Oh, what'd you think of it? Um, it's refreshing. Yeah. Refreshing. Um, I will admit, I'm going to just say it now. Everyone can make fun of me if you want. I'm so used to the past two seasons of um regular drag race that i was ready for the exit song to be i am american and then i was like wait no i can't that doesn't work it's like is there i am canadian that that's the new song canadian (laughs) but the ending song is you wear it well fine it's a good song yeah no are you ready for some final burning questions yes okay First off, what will Juicebox legacy be? Um, she's a clumsy, beautiful bitch. Yeah, I think Juicebox. I hope the fans liked her enough. I haven't really been uh, paying attention much to see how the reaction has been, no, but I, I, I hope she does become a pork chop and or a gothy Ken doll. Where yeah, no, and and they gave her so much screen time. They did. That, they sure that. did. She did not. She did not lose. You know. No, I think if they were to do a um, All Star season down the line, she could come back. Um, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I think Juice Box is unfortunately by fate. She's not a sewer. She failed at sewing challenge. If this was a different challenge, she would have been safe. She would have made it to the next day. Unfortunately, this is just how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Um, I think she's an incredible queen, and I'm very lucky. She knows to see that outfit she... was awful. Yeah, she knows. Um, I do have a question. Was there something up with the main stage lighting? Brooklyn looked flawless, and then the lights on the queens was just not flattering and felt a little blotchy. I wasn't sure if it was my TV or others, um, but it seems like some other people. Well, listeners, if you notice any um, lighting changes, please let me know, because I feel like they had a different lighting color on them and it just didn't it was not flattering for drag well we all know the first lighting for rupaul's drag race america was awful you're so right so maybe they did it on purpose it's possible and my final question we are i already said who mine was but after one episode who is the winner of the season of the season yeah after one episode stake your claim episode um I think they are going to pull an Evie oddly, and I think it will be um, 
Miss, uh, Miss, what's her name with the zippers? Jimbo? Jimbo. Interesting, interesting. Because, I... because, because she didn't get a lot of screen time. Yeah, well, then that's and that's why for me as an opposite, I'm going with uh, Priyanka because they did give her enough screen time um, where she was safe, but she she was a player in the episode. So I'm I think there's something about Priyanka that is just so special, and yeah, I'm no, I'm obsessed. She, she talks, and I'm I smile, and yeah. that's how I should feel when I when a drag queen talks. And I, yeah, and that's why I feel like she would be such a good first winner of this season. Girl, of and series. she's only been doing drag two years. Yeah. She is, she is the Aquaria. She's great. Well, where can everyone find you on social media? All right, girls. Get your phones out. I am on every social media platform. I just delete. I took Facebook off my phone because right now Facebook is just too much for my life. It's yeah. Amazing vibe with me even though facebook is my one of my main sources of promoting is facebook because instagram's algorithm is awful but yep. you can find me on facebook at lee bohan my name my muggle name is Liam, but i go by lee so you can find me on facebook at lee bohan i'm almost at my 5,000 friends limit so send me a message and i will add you um tiktok ambergesa and instagram ambergesa Twitter, I don't really use, but I use it for the news, um, Amber Gaysa. And I'm on FarmersOnly.com as, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you can find me, that's basically it, um, uh, social media-wise, unless I'm missing one. I'm missing one. Okay, I'm three I really use. Um, but I'm also a catering chef, so you can find me catering all across the Tri-State area. Good to know. I'll cater for you. I went to the Culinary Institute of America. I paid $40,000 to learn how to host a party, and now I host parties across Westchester. You can follow me um, all over. I'm all over Westchester. You follow Westchester Drag on Instagram and follow the House of Peculiar on Instagram. And, yeah. Well, it was an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. I can't wait to be invited back. <laughs> the biggest thanks to Amber for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.